you know, I, I saw part six, saw everyone freaking out and talking about it. And my first thought was, is it finally time to jump into this meme? <laughs> I think it's finally time for me to jump into the meme. This that is JoJo. Is the best platform. It is. For, for all of us to jump into the meme. That is true. So, yeah, JoJo is now officially on my radar. What's up, everyone? Welcome into Anime Plus, episode 29. I'm your host, Alex Light. Hopefully everyone's having a great day, whatever day you're listening to this uh, podcast. Joining with me here in studio, I do have Zach. Zach, how are you today? I'm doing good. Can't I, complain yet. How's your day off going? Terrible. Just absolutely awful. The worst? The yes. worst thing possible? Probably. Is it because you're doing this show? Maybe. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. We'll see when this is all said and done. It's, it's very possible. And then joining us over the phone, we do have Josh. Josh, how are you? How are you enjoying your day off? You just woke up from a little nappy poo. You went and ran on a uh, G Fuel run earlier. You know, it sounds like you're having a good day off. Yeah, it's been pretty good. It's been pretty, pretty good. good. I'm, you know, you know, borrowed G Fuel in the area and then napped. Bought all the G Fuel in the area. That sounds about accurate, you know. Hey, but shout out to you for actually leaving me some sour cherry. I do appreciate you for that. Even though you know, I, I, I probably like, won't go get it, <laughs> I should. I feel like I should tell you the story. Okay. They had a. Uh, they had like one, like twelve, like packed flat thing, of okay. sour cherry, and I made the guy bring it down, and I bought like. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it was up on the very top shelf, and I was like, "Can you get that for me?" And I left, I left like three in there, and I had to put it back up on the tip top, and I was like. Alex, they're there for you. <laughs> you are a sort of piece of shit for that, Josh. No, um, but I mean, I bought like $20 worth, and he was going to put it back up there anyway. So, I mean, they're up there. So when Alex goes, he'll he'll know nobody else will get them. Yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess that's fair logic. Thank you. Thank you for leaving me some sour cherry G Fuel cans. They are rather delicious. The top tier flavor. It is a top tier. It's definitely top three. It's top three. Better than fucking Rainbow Sherbert. That, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. The Rainbow Sherbert can is not the best. It is one of the OGs. It's not. It's not the greatest. But uh, I'd say the Sour Blue is the best, followed by a delicious Bahama Mama, and then the Sour Cherry. That'd probably be. Um, oh. Fuck no. Hold on. Hold on. No, 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 no. I don't here. care what you say. This isn't a G Fuel podcast. It so could be. Let's it not do this, please. I would rather not. It could be, it though. Goes, we are not goes, sponsored in any sort of way. We need to cut this now. We could be, no. though. Yeah, that's the point. And it goes sour cherry, sour blue, blue ice. Blue, really? You got blue ice in your top three, not even the PewDiePie flavor? Actually, yeah. Yeah, well, you know what? Blue Eyes and PewDiePie can be tied. I like them both equally. But number one and two are, are set. They're Sour Cherry and Sour Blue in that order. No, no, no. It's Sour Blue, number one. Sour Cherry, three. Bahama Mamas, two. Listen, anyway, I'm, so... I'm about to add you on Twitter so hard. Please do. If I do not have an at from you, either during this show or after this show, I'm going to fight you. Okay, I'll see you. I'll okay, see you all right, bet. At me. All right, so episode 29. This is the final episode before we begin, uh, air quotes, uh, season two of Animan Plus with episode 30, which the only big thing about season two is pretty cool is that we're going to be starting video format. Woo! 
over at our YouTube channel, uh, Sparky3. The link's down in the description below. You can go give us a subscribe there. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, we will be taking that uh, little one-week break. During that one-week break, we will be recording uh, our next bonus cast, which is going to be our top character introductions and entrances across anime and manga. It's going to be one big joint list like we did for the uh, death bonus cast. Shout out to that one. If you have not watched it yet, please go do so. That was a Patreon topic. Shout out to the Patreon if you want to support us further. The Patreon's a great way to do so. Patreon.com forward slash Sparky3. So really excited to do that upcoming bonus cast of top character introductions and entrances. I've already been, I, I think I've already got like probably like 14 things on my list right now. I'm rocking and rolling with it, man. I got a lot of good stuff. You got that many character entrances and whatnot? Yeah. That you really like? Yeah. Not just some bullcrap? Like, well, they showed up at this point. No, some ones I really like, man. Yeah. yeah. So, shout out to the fact that you texted me. Remember that you read Naruto. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. I had to. Because knowing you, like, this is how it's going to go, right? We we're going to be in the middle of the bonus cast. And I, we, me and me, me and Zach are going to be like, oh, yeah, man. Jiraiya's character introduction was so good. Oh, yeah, man. Naruto's entrance to the pain, you know, during that whole arc, whatever, where he's got the three toads and everything. That was so cool. And then you're going to hear Josh, like, in the background start laughing. He's like, bro, I forgot I read Naruto. Those were really good. <laughs> That's exactly how it was going to go. It's happened, like, twice now. I don't know why it's, it's so easy for, for me to forget that I read Naruto. I don't know either, man. It's insane considering how long that series has been going, and I'm pretty sure you've read it while it was still going. No, he just no, read it recently. I, oh, really? I read it last okay. summer in the course of like a week. Yeah, he, yeah, he just read it like right, like right around the time where we started <laughs> the uh, the original shit show that that was the original Anime Man yeah. was whenever he uh, read Naruto for the first time. Which is shout around out his... to the fact that yeah, I read Naruto way after <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hey. I mean, I literally just, I, I read One Piece for the, and I actually experienced One Piece for the first time just last year. So, I mean, hey, it's never too late. It's never too late to jump into something. Let's do it. Right? I mean, yeah. th there is a right. hard limit on some. Like I Show 21. That anime is, that I, I can't watch that. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that one didn't age well. That one did not age well. We'll get back to that. Yeah, we will. That'll, that'll be a future conversation. Uh, last bit of the plugs. Uh, I have my other podcast, Lighthearted Gaming Movie TV Podcast. Go follow us there. That is on a current hiatus, but it will be coming back in the near future alongside the Pokemon 25th special and Zelda 35th special. You can also go check us out on uh, Twitter at Animan Podcast and at Lighthearted Pod. You can go follow us, participate in polls, and you know stay up to date with some, other, with some news that we share here and there or whatever um all right so let's jump into the show let's go through our shout outs uh first shout out i want to do is i want to do a follow-up to something that we said last week I, i've seen like multiple reports now because originally we had the one report that was really funny we made a joke about it and now there's another report that's just like oh that's kind of sad so my hero and jjk was on a break this week the original report was they it was on a break because both the creators wanted to go see the new neon genesis movie together and that's where we made the joke well hopefully okay. he's wearing his mechamaru cosplay whatever uh but apparently for my hero's case it was actually on a break due to the poor health of uh, hirokoshi oh, uh so damn. yeah tease and piece of that i don't know what it, that means i don't know if it's just like just a cold or whatever the case is but either way i mean it is obviously gonna be back in this upcoming issue um that's about to come out here in a few days so I imagine it's nothing, yeah. you know, tremendous. Be the way, T's and P's. Um, he probably just ate a movie theater hot dog. I, I've that, been there, bro. That could do it, man. That could do it. Yeah, you know, movie theater hot dogs can really tear you up, keep you on the toilet for a while. So I can, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's basically the same equivalent as like eating Taco Bell. Sometimes it just depends. Yeah. What is wrong with y'all's bodies? A lot. <laughs> 
a lot of things. (laughs) But that is a different conversation (laughs) for a different podcast. Uh, It doesn't exist yet. Exactly, but it's on the way. Uh, Next shout-out we've got is uh, there are some different news outlets that are being told. There are some Hunter Hunter news uh, coming out in issue 19. I legitimately could i don't fucking care not after Bro, last time not after we've last time too long we've already spent too long on this segment it took me five seconds to look up what this was it's called it's just like a merch store um, right yeah it's um i already forgot what it's called hunter x center uh, it's like, yeah hunter x center it's yeah. basically just a merch store that's literally in weekly shonen jump every week and it just happened to be on like the cover or some shit and someone was like oh my god hunter hunter news bro I All love right. Hunter Hunter, but it's never coming back. No, it's done. Right, we spent too long on Yeah, this. we've spent too long on talking about Hunter Hunter. Let's move on. Uh, next thing. So we just had the April manga volumes come out. Um, we do have rankings for how they have done so far. So let's talk about those. Our sales numbers, we should be have we should be able to talk about some uh, sales numbers uh, on episode 30 when we come back for that. Uh, so some rankings. My Hero Academia 30, which had a beautiful cover, mind you, of, Do- of Dobby doing his dance, whatever. Beautiful cover. Loved that volume cover. Uh, stayed at one for the first three days. One, one, one across the board. Uh, Dr. Stone uh, volume 20 was 344. Black Clover 28, which also had a dope fucking cover with our boy Jack, which I love. I can cut Cut that. Yeah, love that he was like, you know, front and center for the cover. Looks great. That was 567. Sakamoto Days Volume 1. Started off at 32 in the ranking. Pretty solid start off for uh, a Volume 1 of a new series. And then, you know, along with other newbies, had a bit of a dip. Uh, It went from 32 to 71 to 126. Uh, we had Roboco Volume 3, started off at 49, went down to 91, then 140. At Gravity Boys Volume 5, which has now obviously come to its conclusion, uh, started off as 85, 169, and then all the way down to 324. Hard, uh, hard-boiled Cop and a Dolphin Volume 3 start off at 89, 154, and 449. One little tidbit about uh, uh, that series that I came across is apparently Volume 1 and 2 needed reprints. Kind of interesting there. Uh, Build King Volume 1. When we talk about Build King yeah. here in a little bit, Build King Volume 1 started off at 97, not great. Uh, then went down to 186, and then 223. And then lastly, Mori King Volume 4, which that series has already come to its close. It started at 218 and then obviously ended unranked. Uh, which is to be expected. It ended yeah. for a reason. Um, we'll get back to Build King here in a moment once we hop over to the actual news. couple other shout-outs is Attack on Titan. The manga has officially ended after nearly 12 years. Woo! Yeah, it's officially come to a close, and apparently it the end that last chapter is very disappointing, is what I I read think. it last night. <laughs> it's not great. No. Oh, I bet you're looking forward to watching that, huh? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I think you... I think your opinion reflects everyone else's opinions from what I've been seeing. Uh, the last little shout out we've got is that we do have a new anime coming on uh, on the way from the director of One Punch Man season one. Which that's pretty exciting. They they fucking killed season one of One Punch Man and Madhouse. To de- it's set to de- debut this summer called uh, Sun- uh, Sunny Boy. It is a story of a boy surviving in another dimension. I know nothing about this series. Neither do I. But it just says it another dimension. So I can only hope it's not what we're thinking. And it's not actual like adventure dimension, but something really weird. Okay. Yeah, that's something like New I'm Jersey. For. <laughs> like New Jersey. Jesus Christ. It just got announced today. Um 
and I thought this synopsis seemed kind of interesting. Like, I don't know. I kind of took it as, like, this boy gets sucked into another dimension. He just tries to survive there. But, yeah, once I saw that was by Madhouse and the director of season one of One Punch Man, which is the better of the two One Punch Man seasons, I was pretty hyped on that. No, I mean, that's true. You know, you got you got some notable people behind it, so it's automatically going to get some odds just based on that alone. So it's something that I'm looking forward to taking a peek on when it comes out here this summer. Uh, you know, there are some uh, other shows about to start here soon that I'm looking forward to checking out, like Tokyo Revengers is one. That episode one's going to debut on Crunchyroll here in just a few days from when we're recording this podcast. Uh, so by the time we do episode 30, it will be in our lineup. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to check that out. <laughs> you speaking of new animes, maybe think of... Uh one that came out this week. I can't remember the name of it, but I remember seeing it and reading the description. It's a sports anime. Okay. But it's not a typical sport. Was it the surfing one? No. Okay. It was apparently what I got from a soccer player stops playing soccer to join this team of sort of like area running combat sport. What? <laughs> yeah, no, that was sort of my take on it as well. I read it, it was like, maybe once you get a couple episodes, so I can't We'll just watch one episode and go, what? Right. I also saw the other day, um, trending on Twitter, everyone was talking about a series that just reached its uh, uh, conclusion. I don't know if it's a series conclusion or season conclusion, because I've never heard of the series, but it's a skateboard anime, like Skate the Infinity or something like that. I, I ever, like It was trending. Like It was very high on the trending list, because everyone was talking about the uh, the finale that was it was being put up over on uh, Funimation. No idea what this is. Never heard of it. Skateboard anime, though. Shout I, out to that. I don't know of it. I there, know of the weird. Uh, hopefully, Tony Hawk voices someone in the dub. At least I know that's I, what I was gonna say. If yeah. it wasn't Tony, if it doesn't have Tony Hawk or anybody from Rocket Power, I don't know if it's gonna be good. <laughs> Rocket Power. <laughs> that's a callback. Uh, shout out to the fact that my car is named Reggie, which uh, is reference to two different things. It's either Reggie from Nintendo or Reggie from Rocket Power, depending on the day. Shout shout out to that. <laughs> All right, hopping over to the news. We don't have a lot of news this week, but we got a couple things to talk about. First thing we got to talk about is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Woo! Part 6 Stone Ocean anime is confirmed. Yeah, people, you think JoJo's confusing now after the five seasons you watch. Wait till you get season six and that bullshit of a story. <laughs> and just watch how much this universe transcends complete and utter bullshit. Sure. I don't know anything about JoJo aside from the... Uh... It was ideal. <laughs> uh, yes, it was ideal. <laughs> a, a lot of people don't know anything but the memes that is JoJo. So That's true. All I know about JoJo is the massive amount of memes. I will say JoJo is a series that I've always been interested in because I love the approach of having one like overall like lengthy like series, a franchise that's consistently changing protagonists. I know they're all within the same family, yes. but I love that concept of like you're getting a new protagonist every season. I think I just think that's a really interesting approach to, some, to an anime or a manga that you really don't see. You don't see something like that happen. No. I can't think of anything else that's done the approach that it has to the, to its extent. I mean, the story of JoJo is good itself, and the anime is actually very good. The only part that I've said before is sort of rough is just the first season, which starts with the initial uh, Joe star. That one's sort of just rough. Didn't they redo it? Like the anime? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, I thought they redid the original season. They might have. But I haven't watched the original season since before that. So. And that, the original is what, Jonathan? 
Yes. Jo- uh, no, Joseph. Is it Joseph, Joseph. Joestar? Yeah, yeah Joseph okay. Joestar. Jonathan's the second one. The okay. one in during America. Gotcha. Alex, I have a proposition. Okay. Since they just announced the Stone Ocean anime, okay. we should both watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure in preparation for it. Let's do it. I, I, I think what, you know, I got to say, when I saw the news for JoJo Part 6, I looked at it, you know, I saw the, the you know, shout out to also female protag. That's, yeah, you know, no. first one. Shout out to that. Yep. She's the daughter of the third protag, if I remember correctly. I forget. Okay. You know, I saw part six, saw everyone freaking out and talking about it. And my first thought was, is it finally time to jump into this meme? <laughs> I think it's finally time for me to jump into the meme. That is JoJo. The best platform it is. For, for all of us to jump into the meme. That is true. So, yeah, JoJo is now officially on my radar to finally check out sometime here soon. It's been on my radar for a little while, but it's been kind of further out. Uh, I've had some other series up cl- closer, like let's say Fire Force, for example. I'll finish season one, halfway through season two. You know, plan to pick up the manga soon. Um, so the Fire Force manga ratings will be coming to the show eventually, whenever I end up catching up. Uh, so now JoJo is a little bit, a little bit closer on that radar of mine. We're gonna, Josh, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to binge it, man. We're gonna have to do it. I'm down for that. Do you want to come over and uh, cuddle and eat popcorn and watch it together? Sure. You have no idea how fitting that is for Joe Star, for JoJo, when you get to the further seasons. Fuck yeah. (laughs) This sounds like a great time. It does. All right, hopping over there. The the next piece of news we got, uh, which I already kind of made a reference to it earlier in the um, in the shout outs. uh, Build King. Uh, Build King has officially come to its close hmm. uh, with Chapter 20 that's about to drop here in a couple days. Uh, we just had Phantom Seer in this past issue with Chapter 30. Uh, this is setting up for two new romance mangas that are kicking off. Um, was it Blue Book? I think was the one coming out this weekend. Yep. Blue Book. And then I don't know what um, the English name is for the other one. Yet. I just know it is what Amuro no Furu, I think is what it is. Yep. Uh, I, I I do want to give a shout out to Blue Book. I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to reading that. Uh, I uh, came across the um, the creator's Twitter, and I was just kind of going through checking out some stuff. Phenomenal artist, phenomenal artist. Seriously, I'm very excited to actually give this a shot. The art is uh, very very stunning that they that they create. But uh, Build King coming to a close. That is the creator of uh, Toriko's uh, his most notable work. Um, you know we we've heard rumors for a while that Build King was going to get axed it was going to get axed um i did also come across that volume three that's coming out later this later this year will have an epilogue to the story so i'm kind of curious if maybe like a, a phantom seer volume four will have the same thing uh i know we're confirmed for three i think four would be the last volume for phantom seer so i'm kind of curious if phantom seer for volume four will end up having like an epilogue as well but uh I, i'm not fucked up that build king ended obviously i don't think it, none of us are we have not read it for, nope. our, for our own personal reasons and uh, going through the internet, uh, a lot of people feel the same way. I, I saw a lot of comments, a lot of comments that was in the same realm as why, like, you know, we haven't actually bothered to sit down and read it because it's like, oh, well, I don't want to support the creator. Yeah. Yeah. I, like everyone that was saying like, oh, good, good. Cause I don't want to just, I, I fuck this guy. I don't want to support him. So. Uh, I mean, hey, it is what it is. Uh, I'm curious, though, if, you know, we're going to get any more axings this year and any more setups for new series this year. You know, normally they, they do, like, what, usually about four new series a year is what comes in usually. Is that it? It's usually four. I mean, last year we had five. I mean, last year we had five. I think the year before we I mean, this we year we're at, we're at six. We are. 
You're right. Yeah, we're at six for this year. Oh, man. So, I mean, it has potential to just keep getting new series throughout the entire year. So, yeah. we'll see how yeah. that goes. Yeah, I mean, on the same note of, as Bill King ending, uh, ITLC has moved to the final slot. So, we're pretty much prepared for that one to be axed pretty soon. You know, and uh, the thing is about that, like Josh and I, we, we really enjoy ITLC. I think ITLC is... In my, it's my, it's probably my personal favorite of the four new series that we had come out not long ago. Um, I don't think it's the best of the four. I think it's the second best. Personally, I do think Ball Parade is the best one of the new ones that we just had recently come out. Um, but even though, like, you know, we think it's, you know, top tier, even though we really enjoy it, that is a series that I could see being axed. I don't see that yeah. being a series that Jump would support and give the support that it needs. Uh, so it being the last slot uh, for this upcoming issue, concerning. Uh, just as a fan of the series, uh, we'll continue to check that out over coming weeks, see if it's going to continue to get slotted last. I really hope it doesn't get axed because it is a very interesting take on romance. It's a very interesting take on, you know, the entire genre that it's doing. I think the story, I think the writing is what does it, honestly. Uh, oh, yeah. The it's writing is, is incredible. It really is. Well, uh, and look, looking at the four new series, the only two that haven't really received any love are I Tell See and Witch Watch with, um, uh, ball parade getting the, the 23 page extension and then it was the camera being color it's being like yeah color pages and ranked up like <laughs> it goes one piece jujitsu kaisen elusive samurai so it's like number three in the magazine so yeah obviously two of them are getting more love than the other two so i can see the other two getting uh acts pretty quickly i still see in which watch and also to actually add on to your worry there uh for i still see in this upcoming issue that we're about to have dropped this weekend, I think Witch Watch actually does get a color page. If I, oh, remember, does it? if I remember correctly, I think it's this week or next week, Witch Watch does actually get a color page. So that just leaves ITLC that's yet to receive some sort of love in that capacity. Um, yeah. Which, is, like I said, it is disappointing. It's a very entertaining series. Uh, I think it's very well written. The art is good. Um, I'd hate to see it go, but yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. You know, yeah. like the to to give it like uh, to give it a comparison to our recent axing of Phantom Seer that we have talked about a lot it's been in our ratings and everything uh, you know, the the difference between like if ITLC gets axed and Phantom Seer gets axed is ITLC it's like I don't want it to get axed I don't think it should be axed but it, it would not surprise me if it does Phantom Seer obviously that is a very surprising axe that we we still don't understand yeah, no. why that was axed and, and and that's why that one is a lot more heartbreaking is because it really didn't deserve it and it happened anyway. Um, you know, in ITLC's case, it's just that is a series I could 100% see get axed. I hope not. Um, but I, I don't know. I guess we'll see how it goes. But you know, it doesn't really surprise me either that Build King got axed. I've seen, re- I've seen literally nothing about the series since it's come out. Like other than people just don't. I haven't read either. It. That's the yeah. main thing is people don't want to read it. The only thing I see about it is when like the weekly shortage of Twitter, like the official Twitter account, posts something about the chapter. That's yep. about as much as I know about it. I don't know anybody that's like even attempted to to read it. Right, and you know, one thing that I'm I'm thinking of when it comes to that is, uh, I you know, obviously, the the internet is very vocal on why they don't they have not read it because they just didn't want to support the creator. So even though you know I, I'm not defending what he did at all, I don't think he should have the opportunity that he got with Build King. But even though it happened a long time ago, everyone's standing their ground where it's just like I'm not going to read this, and I I feel like it kind of relates. You know, where Jump kind of you know took back a little bit and said, okay, well yeah, 
admit, okay, we can get that. I mean, look, well, we literally just fucking just dead dropped Act Age last year because of simil- yep. similar things. So maybe Shonen Jump kind of took a little bit back, and they're like, okay, yeah, this this is just not working out because it's it's you. <laughs> like I haven't yeah. actually read the content. I've I've seen people say that the content's not that great. Um, I've seen people say that the content is pretty solid, but when it comes, it just comes down to the creator. So I could see it being one of those things where Shonen Jump basically said, Hey, it's, it's you, you know, Hey, people don't want to read your work. We're just going to have to ask it. This is not going to sell. People don't want to read it. People don't want to check it out. Sorry. You know, before we move on, uh, kind of in the same realm of things, seeing how like people are more aware of things and less willing to support people based on what they do. Uh, Bill King being an example. Mm -hmm. How do you guys think the new Ronin Kenshin movie is going to fare? Considering that creator, you know, was in the same trouble as the act age creator, Bill King creator. Um, And then Ronin Kenshin's got this new live action movie coming out soon. I honestly, you guys think that's going to fare any different? I honestly think the Ronin Kenshin film might actually do okay. Just because, a lot of people already read the series or watched the series before that whole thing even happened. So they might still go see it just for that, just for nostalgia purposes for people. Who knows? Um, or it could swing the other way and people just because the creator did what he did, people will still refuse to go see that film, even same as we've done with Build King. So it's about, I'd say about 50-50 just because Running Kinshin is such an old series that a lot of people have already read or watched and have some sort of nostalgia with it. Yeah, that's true. And when it comes to the Roni, Roni Kenshin film, I think it's going to do well. You're going to have that. You're going to have that audience that is just probably to this point have just completely refused anything of the creator included like, you know, like what, what this is the third or fourth Roni Kenshin live action movie. I think I, I mean they've, there's been multiple. That sounds about right, yeah. Um, so I mean I guarantee there's that niche audience out there that have not seen a single one because they just don't want to support the creator in any form or fashion anymore. Uh, but I, I I do think the movie is going to do well, um, just because everyone. I mean I, I'm just saying it's going to do well based on the success of the others. Romeo Kinshin and Death Note are two of the only live actions that have actually been received really well. And I'm talking about the yeah. ones over in Japan, not the one where we had, you know, the Netflix. Yeah. The Netflix. Well, one. Was yeah. Ryuk. That was oh, good. God. That was good. I will, I will die on this hill. William Defoe's Ryuk was fantastic. I mean, I can see Re- William Defoe's Ryuk being the best part of that movie, but I'm still not going to watch it. I mean, it's not a good film. Okay. I did watch it. It's not a good film. Was it a film? I thought it was a series. It was a, it was a movie. Oh, but William Defoe as Ryuk was good. I just love William Defoe though. He's a great. He's a, he's just a great villain. He does so well. He does does so well as a villain. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I do think Ryo Kenshin is going to be fine, uh, just because I am basing that strictly off this the success of the others. If this was like the first one, for example, and like let's say you know, you know that you know everyone was re- you know fully aware of what the creator has done in the past, then you know that's where I feel like it'd be a lot more of a debate on if it's going to do bad or not. But due to the success of the previous ones, I, I don't I don't see it not being successful, honestly. You know, it also kind of I guess kind of depends on the you know the time frame of what had happened because yeah. I do I am now remembering the uh, the mural in uh was it Shibuya Station mm-hmm. where like very famous like manga artists like Ichiro Oda and uh maybe Hirokoshi, not sure, um, did like Moroni Kenshin murals on the walls. So hmm. Interesting. Cool. I don't know. 
All right, well, hopping on from there, let's get over to our anime talks of the week. We do have two new series to line up. Very excited to talk about these. Mostly one, more so in particular for me personally. But either way, uh, our two new series is both series I got Netflix jailed. Uh, so we are bootlegging this online. We do rec- we do encourage everyone to support the official release. I want to stress that. Um, but we do have Shaman King, the 2021 reboot, episode one, and Eden Zero, episode one. Which I gotta give, which I gotta say, Eden Zero. I came across episode one like literally like a week before it was supposed to actually come out. I don't know what mm, happened there. That was odd. As I looked everywhere, and every source that I saw said that it starts in Japan on TV on April 10th, and I found this like what three, like four, like three or four days ago. Yeah, and I'm just like that. I, I I literally had to double check that link like four times. Like, is this the episode? I skimmed through. It. I'm like. It's the episode. I'm so confused why this is here. Mm-hmm. Apparently, episode two's out too. Apparently, episode one and two both came out of town. That website that we were using uh, just does not have it. But either way, so let's kick things off with uh, Shaman King, the reboot. Uh, I was actually telling Zach before we started recording. Uh, I, this is all kind of fresh content for me because I remember so little of Shaman King. Like I remember enjoying it as a kid, but I don't remember a whole lot about it. So me going into this is almost like me going into a brand new series for me. Um, so. Let me pass it over to Zach. Zach, you as someone who remembers it a lot more than I do, how do you think episode one did compared to the original? Honestly, I really liked it. It was actually very consistent with the original opening of the series. The main difference would be how it opened, showing the birthing of the two characters. Yep. That was not actually revealed until a lot later in the original series. Interesting. Yeah, no, because... The, yeah, no, we didn't know there was twins that from the very beginning. Yeah, that wasn't revealed till much later when that character that got whisked away actually showed up in the series, and we discovered that a little bit later that, oh, these two are related. Okay, that makes sense why they look alike. Because he just appears on screen originally, and it's like, that looks a lot like Yo. Mm-hmm. So that was the main difference. Other than that... um Opening was the first episode was fairly same as to the original series of how he ends up teaming up with his spirit. Right. I mean, I personally really enjoyed it. You know, like I said, this is almost like it is fresh content for me, like first time seeing it kind of things. I I really don't remember anything about it. I remember watching it, but you know, I I, I enjoyed it personally. Um, I feel like I feel like the opening really gave away a lot. It me, did. Yeah, me not knowing much about the series, just kind of the general, like, just guessing. Me watching the opening sequence, I'm just like, okay, I feel like this is really given away a lot. It did, but I feel like they did that just because this is a reboot. Yeah. And from what we reported a podcast or two ago is that from what we're hearing is it's actually going to have a continuation of some sort after the original content stuff. Yep. So I'm not really surprised. My big thing from it is I forgot just how weird the character designs are in this series. True. Just <laughs> like Yo going to middle school with his like just chest out. Yeah, like, no, hey, just, the, just the entire <laughs> series of like, that's right. He literally just has his chest out almost the entire series for some reason. And he's a middle schooler. Are we okay with this? Like, is this fine? You know, hey, what's up? Then like, cause, I mean, I don't know if it's technically spoiler just because this is a reboot. Just the sh- other uh, spiritualist girl who's his whole wife and whatnot. Mm-hmm. They're middle schoolers who are apparently betrothed. <laughs> so, like, are we okay with this? Right. 
And I will also say, uh, since he already can, you know, kind of mentioned a couple times here about it being a reboot when it comes to us talking about it, uh, here on the show, we're going to, we're going to talk about it as if everyone has access to watch it just because it is a reboot of a pretty older series, mind you. Yeah. Uh, so, Not but, only that, but the manga has been finished for a long time. Yeah. 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 For a very long now, time. Now I understand there's going to be that niche audience out there that li- that may listen to this show and, and have, have never, never seen, seen it. And, and they're looking forward to checking this out when it comes out on Netflix later this year for that small audience i apologize but i mean we're gonna we're gonna completely open the floodgates of that you know the dance you know the walking on thin ice that i do for seven deadly sins sometimes and that we're gonna try to do for eden zero you know we're not gonna do for shaman king just because yeah i mean it's been out for so long stories long since and done um so i i don't feel like we have to personally the one thing i don't really remember from the opening is i don't remember the doctor the guy that's in the wheelchair in the opening Oh, yeah. I don't really remember him from the original series because I never actually read the manga. Mm-hmm. I Just because I just watched the series when we were really young, when it was airing here in the West. Right. And I don't remember him be doing a whole lot. He may actually have a bigger part comparative in the manga than he did in the original series. Gotcha. Yeah, this episode pretty much just kind of showed off um, Yo and you know the fact that he can see spirits, how he got teamed up with his spirit and you know kind of settling the little issue with his you know with his spirit and his best friend you get a, you get the backstory because how do you how do you pronounce his spirit's name is it Amadamaru? close enough close enough well, how would you say it i'd actually just have to look at it to say it because okay. i can't remember right now i think it's Amadamaru, and then his friend which was for some reason masako's in my head but i don't think that's right no i believe that's right oh well look at that i actually remembered something proud of yeah. me I'm, a, I'm sometimes a good host but not most of the time <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you get their little backstory about how, like, you know, Masako has basically been sitting at this sword for X amount of years. Amar Damaru has been sitting in his grave for X amount of years. Both just like, I'm waiting for my friend, you know, and then Yo just kind of pl- played the bridge part, you know, where he's like, hey, I'm a shaman. I'm going to play the bridge. Here's your sword. Come help me. And Amar Damaru's like, yeah, sure. I'll come help you. Let's go. Let's go on an adventure. <laughs> well, it wasn't just a thing of, yeah, sure. Yeah, let's I, go I know. I know. more of a... Why, thank you. You're now my new lord. I will join you. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, but I mean, it, it was it was fun. To, it was fun to go back and check this out. You know, I'm I'm having trouble remembering stuff. Um, I'm I'm thinking as we get further on and some other things starts to happen, I'll probably start to get some flashbacks where I was like, oh, I actually remember that. Holy shit! Um, unlocking core memories. Yeah, unlocking core memories. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, all right. So hop over there. Let's talk about uh, Eden Zero, Episode One. Zach, you 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 got a chance to watch this, correct? Yes. What did you think about it? I'm very excited to hear your thoughts. I'm a big fan of this series. I mean, it was a good opening start for the Avengers series. I mean, I don't really have a whole gist of what's going on yet just because it's the opening episode. Yep. Other than Shiki has no clue about common sense. Seeing as the first human he sees, he literally just crawls up to her and starts Groping her. Just grabbing her face, (laughs) checking her neck, groping her. Yeah. Like it's the most common thing in the world. And then he's like, will you be my friend, please? And he's like super soondery about it, like he's asking her to marry him or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, this episode featured uh, Rebecca and Happy. Uh, Happy, basically, kind of like the new mascot for uh, Hero. Before it was uh, Plue. Plue. Yeah, And, and I imagine... Well, actually, yes, Plu has appeared in some capacity in this series, not the normal Plu. Like there was a there was a one single panel, 
at a chapter somewhere in like the 70s or something where someone was wearing a plume mask like a big old like bubble like <laughs> like uh think of a uh, think of pokeball guy yeah. from sword and shield that's what it was yeah. um so plu does appear in some paths but happy's more or less like the new mascot so you have happy and uh, rebecca coming to uh granville kingdom which used to be like this big amusement park um you know a bunch of tourists would come there have a good time like universal studios or disney or whatever uh it's run by a bunch of robots they they're just like oh we haven't had a human here in a hundred years you know no one's come here so they're you know they're trying to you know like hey what do you want to do what do you want to do she's like oh can you run through that whole thing again so i can record it whatever i want to record this whole thing she's you know she's a b-tuber which is essentially like the same thing as a youtuber which hasn't been explained yet yeah um my weird thing was about <laughs> he's hero's not being subtle at all whatever they're going there and he's like oh we're gonna record oh you got a shorter skirt and everything now you'll be great to bring in those views oh rebecca you've you've forgotten your ears and i think sex appeal really hero you're not being subtle here this time around as a manga reader, no, he is not. <laughs> there is no, he is not being subtle at all. Then we get that whole thing when she meets Shiki and he just yep. gropes her. I was like, all right, hero, we're, go- we're going borderline this time. All right. Yeah, yeah, we are. We're going very borderline. You get the introduction to those two. They have a nice little party with all the robots where she, you know, Shiki kind of introduces uh, her to all the robots. So, oh, these are all my friends, blah, blah. And, um, you know, once, you know, they go to sleep. He wakes up. His hair's cut. He's freaking the fuck out that his hair his hair's cut. Uh, and then there's you know we get kind of get you know what's gonna transpire from there where the robots kind of turn uh, on Shiki and they have Rebecca like tied up. They're gonna kill her, et cetera, et cetera. And that's where you get to actually get introduced to Shiki's ether gear and you know the powers that he can use, the gravity powers and how they work. Which I gotta say, did not disappoint. Uh, for animation, in my opinion, I thought it it looked really really good for the anime. I was kind of worried about it going into it, but I thought it looked really good. I thought they did a good job personally. Uh, I have no clue what Ether Gear. All his arm his arms just started to glow, and he started to wander around in the air. So I was like, okay, this is a thing. Hopefully, it explains it later. Yeah, it it, it will. It'll go more into details about Ether Gear later, as you know, more Ether Gear kind of gets brought into things in it. But. Uh, uh, I thought that first episode was done really well. Um, I thought the ending half of the episode with the events that transpired really drove the emotion, in my opinion. It was very it was very sad once you kind of really start to figure out, okay, this is why they did what they did and everything. It uh, really drove the emotion, in my opinion. Uh, great first episode. I'm looking forward to watching the rest of this. I think this series is confirmed for like 24 episodes. Um, I think that's what they're going to be doing, seasonal format, which is totally yeah. f- totally fine, totally fine. No problems with that. My only thing that I was waiting to see was this narrator character you always go on about. I love the narrator. I, f- I assumed she was going to make an appearance and inter- start this introduction, but apparently not. No, not yet, not yet. I love the narrator, though. I really do. Um, so I know I just mentioned previously that we're going to kind of walk on thin ice when it comes to Eden Zero. Just for episode one's sake, you know, because you can go read that chapter on Crunchyroll Manga for free. Uh, I figured just go ahead and kind of talk about episode one, kind of decent detail, but uh, I mean, nothing going, really happened in truth. No. It's just introduction. Yeah, it's just, and that's another thing. It's just introduction to the new series. Nothing, nothing groundbreaking, you know. Nishiki was sort of a, well, he's still sort of a wimp, but was especially a wimp when he was a child. Yeah, especially a wimp. Yes, he hates bugs, which is hysterical. I love that. Love that so much. Um, but no, I'm very, I'm very pumped for this anime. Uh, I, this is probably. This is probably my most anticipated anime for all of 2021 right now. Uh, I'm very, you know, it was originally Rising of the Shield Hero, uh, season two, 
but I have since read 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 the content that's going to be. I'm still very pumped up for it. But man, I just I, I love Eden Zero. I really do. I think it is it really is Hero's best work. So I'm very pumped for the for the rest of this uh, series to continue on for us. Uh, what did you guys think of My Hero Academia season five episode two? Um, <clears throat> that's pretty okay. <laughs> Thank you for the lackluster introduction. Um, I liked it. It was so a good. For I'm it. a mute Josh now. <laughs> Not really. I liked it. It was a good segue from our showing us all the students last episode into just the aftermath of the events that happened at the end of season four, which then leads us into um, Deku discovering what he discovered in the episode. Yeah. Yeah, you get to see a uh, a solid uh flashback is uh what we're what we're getting to see here. Um you know, involving um uh all for one. You know, we get to see all we get to see a good flashback involving all for one, which is pretty cool. We get to learn more about uh his quirk and uh, just kind of, you know, things that go into it. Just a little bit, just a little bit. I do want I do like how even in this episode there was the special like little plug of the two mystery characters. Yeah. I do like yeah. how there was that little reference there. I did like I did like that quite a bit. Um the first what what was the entire like first half of the episode consisting of again? Entire, I know I know what uh, I'm talking about was the second half. Yeah, the entire first yeah. half was involving Hawks and That's right. Um, That's right. Endeavor. Endeavor and everything and, and finding out about Hawks' mission he's been given by I guess yeah. the government. Yeah, that's right. And, that's really specify yeah, who like, he gives it to, but his interaction with Dobby and then uh, Endeavor's interaction with uh, his family. That's right. The family where Endeavor's rocking like big rock energy, you know, like the old picture of young rock where he's got the turtleneck and the fanny yeah. pack. Endeavor <laughs> was rocking big. He, he, it was, that was the rock in anime form. Uh, and then of course we had the <laughs> phenomenal sh- uh, Shoto moment where he's just like, looks like a nasty scar there. It's not going to yep. go very well, huh? And he just like sips his noodles. I'm just like, I love you so much. That is one of my favorite little moments where he's just staring at his dad like, it was a yeah, good fuck sh- you. It was a good shot because it was also framed in such a way that when he says it, it's not even all of Shoto. It's literally just the side of his face with the scar when he says it. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. They did they, they did that little shot so well, man. Uh, next episode, we are going to be getting kicked off with the class one and uh, two going at it. What? Uh, that, that, that starts next episode. Yeah. We sure? Yeah, that's. I think that's even. Positive. I think that that's was, even the title. Okay, I guess, because it made me feel in the preview. It made me feel like it was going to go more into the whole Deku talking to All Might about the powers. That, that yeah, that that's in the episode as well. Uh, yeah, that, that's it, it, yeah, but then it, it yeah. kicks off the actual the fighting, the training that we have. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Josh, how did uh, One Piece uh, nine sixty eight fare for this week? You know. It was the moment I had been waiting for in this whole Odin backstory. Oh, here and we it's, go. Uh, the final voyage of Gold Roger. Yeah, here we go. <clears throat> uh, you know, finally, like, them getting the last two road chronoglyphs, uh, which one is in Wayno and the other was on Zoo, and, like, uh, Odin going back to Wayno and, you know, seeing everybody and introducing them to his family, and then them, uh, Making the uh, the trip to uh, the, the final island, Last Tale or Rastal, whichever one you want to call it, um, it was really enjoyable. I really enjoyed. Uh, I I've been really through all this backstory. I've been really enjoying Young Shanks and Young Buggy because they're kind of <laughs> hilarious together. And so, like, this is the episode where like 
Buggy gets really sick and can't go on the final voyage, but it's just really funny how they do it because it's just like he's fine and then automatically he just gets sick. And uh, he's like begging to come, like come along, and he's like using his uh, his chop chop powers and like breaking himself apart because Shanks is trying to like keep him in bed. He's like, "No, you guys are taking me with you." (laughs) So it was like really funny. Um, But yeah, and you get to well, you don't really know what what's on the final island, but you know you get to see them find it and they're all like laughing and stuff. And El Dorado. Yeah. Uh, overall, it's just, it was a really good episode. Um, the next episode will be, um, the, the Roger pirates disbanding and, uh, Odin going back to Wayno to find the, the state it's in under Orochi. So that'll be pretty good. But man, this is the episode I've been waiting for this entire Odin backstory was everything I wanted to see. Nice, nice. Um, I'm looking forward to hopping into uh, One Piece sometime here soon. I've been uh, saying that literally every week. You have, uh, Alex. Okay. I'm going to jump into that soon. I'm hey, I am. What episode of Dragon Quest you on? I can tell you that one. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Zach, how was Dragon Quest? I mean, it, it was good. It was about what I said it was going to be last episode, last week. Um... So it goes on this whole drama of things since Dai's forgotten his memories. Um, oh, that's right. Barum gets his Dragon Masters. He sets off to strike. Uh, the crew visits a kingdom, the more or less the king of the land they're in, and more or less ask him, hey, do you know what's going on? Because apparently their kingdom studied the, or follows the religion of the dragon gods, and they know about the dragon knights, but don't know how to fix Dai. Go figure. <laughs> um. so they ask him if they can hold up in his castle he's like yeah sure you can fight against him we won't help you but you can fight against him using our castle Um. so they go there they set up they throw Dai in a jail just because it's the most protected place so that Barum can't get a son then while they have Dai in jail Pop has the most useless interaction ever so normal for pop. Well, it's okay. So I say useless just for me because it's a whole thing where he suddenly less like, huh? I guess I should leave. This is a pointless fight. Dies useless. He doesn't have his memories. Can't fight. I'm just gonna abandon you, and more or less gets everyone to hate him, just so he can run and attack the dragon masters on his own. And his whole reasoning was, well, if I don't get them to hate me, they try and stop me. absolute most pointless interaction I've seen in a while. But, I mean, it's an old trope, so I think that's why it's there. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, then he goes, fights the Dragon Masters, and tries to look cool. He stops the three Masters, Bomb runs ahead. Two of them are just sort of chilling on the sidelines, and the Falcon one's fighting him. More or less, they're whooping on Pop after he makes his nice little entrance. Walrus Guy uses an anchor, by the way. And he's swinging uh, Pop around. And the Demon King one's just like, stop playing with him. Just throw him on my spear and let's be done with this. Walrus throws him. Falcon guy's just like, nah, we got to enjoy this. Grabs him from the air with his dragon. Starts torturing him. Pop does a little reverse psychology. Kills his dragon. Falcon gets really angry because apparently the dragon's his best friend. Proceeds to start 
beating the shit out of Pop excessively. And his feathers apparently can drain both magic energy and life force. And right before the Falcon kills him, lo and behold, you know who shows up? Hmm. Hunkul. (laughs) And it's it's even a line literally where Pop goes... You're the last person I want to come save me. And Hugo's like, like, well, I'm sorry, but I'm here. It's like, well, deal with it. I'm here. What's up, guys? What's up, man? And that's how the episode ends with Hugo showing up and saving Pop and just sort of holding him up. And from what I got from the preview, apparently now that Hugo's here, they're going to trash two of the master Dragon Masters, and then Hugo's going to have a showdown with the last one. Okay. Yeah, it, it was about what I expected. Oh, okay. All right. um, Seven Deadly Sins, I did not watch this week. Um, not because I refused to or anything. <laughs> I just want, I want that record to be known. <laughs> it was not a boycott type of situation. I legitimately have just been busy, and I have not got around to getting to watch it. So coming back for episode 30, I think I'll have, like, what, three episodes to talk about? Yep. So I'll do that then. <laughs> I'll do that then. Uh, so... Wrapping up the anime talks. What would you guys' favorite episode of the week? You know, kind of a shorter list for anime right now, but like I said, we are about to have some series kick off that uh, will be added to the lineup because I'm excited to check out Tokyo Revengers one, for example. Uh, there are a couple others I may watch as well, but uh, what would you guys' favorite episode of the week? Uh, well, I only watched two, so one piece. I mean, I, I can't hate that on that, Josh, because I think it was like a couple weeks ago, the only things I watched was what, Black Clover and JJK? That was literally yeah. the only things that I watched. <laughs> I missed Seven Deadly that week, but uh, for me, it's Eden Zero. I really enjoyed the episode one of uh, Eden Zero. I thought they did a great job, and uh, I'm very excited uh, for the continuation of the series. Um, so now we'll hop over to our manga chapter ratings for the week. Um, so we'll hop through all of this right here. Uh, My Hero and JJK were the ones on a break. We also had Kaiju on a break this week, and Solo Leveling was on a break this week. Lots of breaks, lots of breaks. And then, you know, like I said, this upcoming uh, you know weekend, we have the introduction to Blue Book. So we'll be getting to talk about that here in a few weeks on episode 30. Uh, So going through our chapter ratings for the week, uh, One Piece 1009. Josh, what would you rate that? Uh, You know, I'd give it an 8. You know, I got to agree. I think 8 is a good rating, honestly. Um, So like I said, my hero's on a break. So Black Clover 288. What would you guys rate this one? I will give it an 8. I think yeah. eight is a very fair rating. Eight, eight does sound good. I like it was it was that was it really was a good chapter, man. Uh, it was, yeah. yeah, it was. The only uh, downside is we only got like a face shot of Fenrir. True. So we know they're coming, but we got nothing else. <laughs> They'll get there. They'll get there. Eventually, <laughs> slowly but surely. Uh, Doctor Stone one ninety one. I think me and Zach can be on the same page for this one. <laughs> but I don't know, are we? Yeah, no, it it was just ex- so good with everything that's building up and just yeah. how this finished off, so I got to give it a 10. I got to give it a 10, too, man. This is a good fucking chapter, man. Dr. Stone is popping off right now. It is so, so good. Oh, my God. Let's go. Like, if I didn't know any better, I would feel like this series was, in which if it does, I'd be super surprised. It's about to actually end with yeah. what's everything that's going on. Yeah, dude, it's wild right now. 
<laughs> it's so it's it's insane, dude. Oh my gosh. Um, Yozakora chapter seventy seven. I'm gonna give it an eight, man. Good content. Uh, love the ending setup. Love what's what we're getting set up for the next couple chapters. So I'm gonna give it an eight. Uh, Undead unluck fifty eight. Uh, I'll give it a seven. Solid content. Still, just kind of like we just kicked off like what's next, uh, the previous chapter, and it's just kind of continuing here. Got a little bit of a backstory for one character that was pretty cool. Uh, so overall, just good content. With uh, seven's a good rating there. Uh, Mashal fifty six. I'll give it a seven. Okay, Josh, how you feeling on Mashal fifty six? You know, I'll give it an eight because it was kind of like <laughs> the direction game was really funny. Direction game was really funny. That's true. I'll give it an eight too. I, I had my laughs out of it, man. That's all I'm here for every week is to get some good laughs. Plus, yeah, I'm a slut for a good ending. I love the setup ending. Uh, next chapter is gonna be really good. I'm really pumped for that. Um, all right, here's here's one to talk about. Phantom Seer chapter thirty. Zach, what did you think? How, how do you think um, chapter thirty did? How do you think it ended? How, how did you feel about the the axing of this series with the final chapter? The actual axing, I'm still confused as to as is anyone of True. why it happened. It happened, okay. As for the actual chapter itself, I mean, it was really enjoyable. Um, it ended on a, I would say, a fairly good note for if someone else was able to pick up this series to publish it. I don't know how that stuff works over Same. there. I don't know either. So I don't know if there's like a length of time before someone could pick it up, or if now that it's axed at Shonen Jump Hat. It's nothing to do with it. Right. But I mean, it ended on a very good sort of vague note where it, the series could come back, maybe, depending on how licensing and stuff works over there. Yeah, it definitely ended. Vague is the right word, um, for sure. It, it was very open ended. I mean, the entire second half of the chapter did had no acknowledgement at all of our of our main antagonist. Uh, it was re- you know the main antagonist was referenced in the first half of the chapter. Uh, the second half was not referenced in the slightest. Like I, I was thinking it could have potentially ended where it's just like okay now let's go find whatever its name was like Sin Doju whatever. Well, no, they reference her once. At yeah, the or in about the- saying how she's would be super weakened after this and would be some time before she could do anything again. Okay, and you know, and uh, you know, we, they they defeated the puppet master. Wasn't there supposed to be like three or four other? Yeah, no, there were several others because there's actually a shot when it's showing all the characters. There's like a little panel shot. There's two shadowy figures, and it's those two figures that were with the puppet master. Okay, yeah. So I mean, it, it ended very vague, um, with not a lot of reference, not not a lot of extreme reference to in the in the series to what is still out there, it just kind of ended it just like, hey, you know, here, here's your pro tag with a cool little in shot, whatever, just doing his business. Really, just still really disappointing that this series came too close. I thought it had a lot of, uh, a lot of potential. Um, I would love to see it continue in like a jump plus or something, and I don't think it will. I mean, I, I think this is dead officially, uh, besides the like little character one shot that we're going to get in a jump issue coming out, like some special jump issue coming out in a couple months or whatever. Uh, which does give me a little hope, but I mean, overall, I would just I would give this chapter an eight. I mean, I thought it, I thought it for for the circumstances. I thought the cre- I thought the uh, the author and the artist did a good job for the circumstances that were at, at hand. Yeah, I would agree with an eight because I still stand by my statement that episode. I mean, chapter twenty nine 
literally had to me no indication that it was about to end. Like just the pacing is the main reference that I'm here that I'm, I'm talking about. Like it just, it, it did not feel like it was about to end. So for the circumstances, I feel like they did the best they could with this final chapter. So I think eight's good. Uh, all right. So this is where I become a bad, bad host of a show. So I have not read <laughs> Sakamoto. I have not read Witch Watch and Ball Parade and uh, Elusive Samurai. So this is where I'm a bad host. Uh, so what would you guys rate uh, Sakamoto Days, Chapter 18? You are absolutely awful, Alex. You are. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go at eight on Sakamoto. Uh, I'm, I've been enjoying yeah, the yeah, content yeah, so far. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty bad, but hey, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. agree with an eight. The, the whole yeah, but, hey, airsoft gun point. tournament was very entertaining, yeah, especially when you had him. I get it. The actual guns. I wish I was near the board so I could mute his ass. So what about Elusive Samurai Chapter 11? Yeah. How did this one fare for you, Zach? Because I want to point out... Alex, but let's, let's hear your thoughts. I want to point out Elusive Samurai is getting a lot of love from Jump. So I'm, I'm wondering is. if they're kind of on the same page as what me and you have been on, where it's just like this has a late series potential, and let's say Jump knows that, and that's why they're really giving it the push right now. So how is Chapter 11? What are we doing? Chapter 11, I feel like it's actually going in a very good direction because it's so it's after the whole dog hunting tournament and more or less they're just doing daily tasks. And then the guy, the archer guy comes back with a decree saying, hey, since you sided with the Hojo, Masua needs the to, Hojo. yeah, Masua needs to um, hand over this part of their territory over to us in, and with this royal decree and our great priest dudes just like okay sends them away and everyone gathers up and the people of the Sua clan are ready to go to war she introduces these three uh, generals of the Sua mm-hmm. and she's like well we'll discuss this at a later time sends them away and then turns to our protagonist and like alright I need you to go recruit a thief to go steal that royal decree and he's just like what you and your people are very righteous people and won't do the right won't always do the right thing but if you really want this to work, you need to recruit some shady people <laughs> who are willing to do things you're not. And he's just like, okay. And he sends him to go find this thief guy who's apparently also a kid around their same age. Go to this village and whatnot. And more or less, they, it's a recruitment of trying to recruit this guy and introduces us to this new thief character. So, I mean, it's going in a good direction. Um, I'm curious to see where this goes. There is a good moment at the end where <laughs> the thief's trying to be all menacing and evil. It's like, if you want me to work for you, you got to pay 100 bro for, for me not to tell them that you're here and for every job you do. And our MC's just going, the other ones, are every, all the other people are like, wow, he's awful for asking money. And the MC just going, all you want's money? And I'm just like, my guy. <laughs> that yeah, okay. Yeah, this 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 MC is like this MC's for Zach. There's no doubt about that. And I also want to sh- I want I want to I want to put put something out there cuz it just kind of went through my head as you said as you said this again. For someone that maybe like listening to the show, they they hear this and they're like, "What the fuck uh is uh the the dog the dog thing?" Yeah. So yeah, there the past couple chapters we've had like um you know like a dog hunting type of thing. Okay, I want the record to be known: no dogs were killed in this. 
They were all yes. No, it was all blunted arrows. It was all blunted arrows. And, and I also want to point out that like our um, uh, one of our our main characters has like this future seeing ability. Even has like a little moment before it started where he's sitting there thinking, "Oh God, this is illegal in the future." Yes, it's even a reference. <laughs> yeah. And I, I want to state that the arrows were blunted. And they actually spent more time shooting each other than the dogs. Yes. And, I, I, you know, we're not trying to defend the dog shooting. I just want everyone to, like, you know, understand that, hey, no dogs were harmed in this. <laughs> I, I just want everyone well, to. No dogs were killed. No dogs were killed. <laughs> I just want everyone to. Because I understand with, you know, someone listening to the show just hearing you say dog hunting, there's not a lot of context. So I wanted to provide the context for people. Um, next up, we have I Tell C Chapter 10, which I did read. And I'm going to give it a nine. It was a good chapter. I really, I love the writing of this series so much. Josh? It was good. Um, I'll give it a seven. <laughs> I, was about, I was about to slam on my desk like, damn it, Josh. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Here. Uh, next two chapters. Again, I have not read. I'm a terrible host. Uh, Witch Watch, chapter nine. Did you read this, Josh? I did not. God, I'm luckily like I read everything on the script. <laughs> Listen, yeah, and that's that's your fault, not mine. But uh, <laughs> I'm trying no, to be I, here so we can talk about everything on the script. I kind of dropped Witch Watch because uh, I mean I was on the hype train for it at first, and then I kind of fell off, and then I read Isolacy, and I was like, Isolacy is so much better. I if I'm gonna devote my better. time to something, I'm gonna devote it to Isolacy. Um, I, I respect that. <laughs> I mean, I give it a. Six. Oh, yikes. It just goes more into the whole Tengu ogre thing. Tengu's also here to apparently protect our uh, ditzy witch girl who uses a new spell that brings inanimate objects to life. Okay. What about ball? And then she gets kidnapped. Of course she did. <laughs> what about Ball Parade Chapter 8? This is where we get introduced to like, the shortstop character. Yes, the shortstop nice. character. He is shady. Oh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so they do the whole introduction of them recruiting him, and instead of going to the whole thing like last time with their slugger, he's just like, "Yeah, I'll join y'all." Nice. And he's like, "I want to show y'all more of my skills, so if you can sh- come to this game next time." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Okay." They show up, and he's, and all the people are like, "Oh, you're the guest players that he invited." What? Yeah, he said y'all were gonna help us out and be our, and help us, because apparently our shortstop is very revengeful and the school they're going against is one that kicked him off. So he's, ah. so he tricked them into joining his side to beat them. And it just ends while they're still in the middle of the game showing off. It didn't finish it up. It's going to finish it up next chapter. Oh, okay. But I'd give it an eight. Oh, eight. Okay, good. Looking forward to reading it. Um, like I said, Kaiju was on a break. So next up, I've got uh, Eden Zero, uh, chapters 137 and 138. This was the week where we got the two chapters. Uh, I'd give eights for both. Uh, both good content, both a lot of cool action, uh, f- especially featuring some of our other characters uh, with the, the setup that's going on and you know our big cat character, who, you know, a good one. Uh, Which I now understand why he's Rebecca's biggest fan if she's doing the skirt thing and putting on cat ears. Yep. She's looking for these kind of guys. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> hey, you got to get the she's click. She's literally catfishing. You got to get the click. I hate you, first off. And second <laughs> off, she's got to get the clicks somehow, right? She's got to get the clicks. Uh, but anyway, you know, we're, he actually, you know, did find out for sure. Okay, yeah, the Shiki guy, he's the one that beat 
X character from the past that we, you know, that already, you know, we already passed that arc. So, you know, he's going to end up helping him out with uh, the current character, which is uh, uh, Shira is that going to is the current uh, antagonist that we're going to have to be going up against. So they recruited a buff cat guy, buff cat guy. Yep. He's going to help him out. Uh, he's not going to be like part of the team or anything. I don't think, uh, I don't feel like that's the direction. Obviously I don't know yet, but uh, I don't think that's the direction. I think it's just going to be, Hey, we're going to help you out. We're going to, we're going to take this, we're going to take this dude out. So I think that's just the base direction. So I don't know, we'll see. Uh, next up we have seven daily sins, four nights, the apocalypse chapter 11. Uh, it didn't really resonate with me, man. It was kind of, Meh. It was. That's all it was. I'd give. Like, I'd give it a six. I don't even think it was like good content. It was just kind of meh. Yeah. Uh, this series hasn't really like resonated with me too much so far. I feel like it's got a very slow pacing. It's had a couple chapters that are like really good. Um, and I don't know. I feel like. Well, wasn't the original uh, Seven Daily Sins sort of also slightly slow paced? It was. Yeah. And you know, one thing that I think you know hurts this for you know for me and potentially others is the fact that it's. I guess taking, you know, everyone's wanting to see our, our old characters, you know, everyone wants to see, you know, what, what is that? What's everyone up to? Everyone wants to see the kids to our old characters. And we have not received any of that yet besides like little, little plugs here and there. So I, I feel like that's one thing that's, you know, kind of making the series feel a little bit slower and not as, you know, engaging in a way. Um, I mean, it's okay so far, the direction, you know, right now we're, we're basically just building our new quote unquote seven deadly sins. And mm-hmm. I'm just meaning our new group. That's basically all we're doing kind of at the moment. Um, I mean, it was, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't anything great. So I think six is fine for it. Um, it sounds like this series is basically what Boruto would be. If instead of like introducing any of the main characters, they just introduce this random side character first accurate. as the main character. And everyone's like, what about Naruto's kid? What about Sasuke's kid? That's uh, That's actually probably the best way to put it yeah i, I can't I, I can't think of a better way to put it. that's basically what it is i mean i give props to the writer trying to actually do a new story in the same universe without immediately dragging in the old characters which would give him definitely loyalty points from fans but i give him props for actually trying to do a new story in the same universe but he's trying to figure out who the fans actually are and obviously alex is not one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh damn <laughs> Hey, maybe, you know, hey, we, we still got time. We still got time. We'll see. Um, what about God of High School 508? Nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's continuing the fight of Dawei and wrong. I mean, it's still interesting. I would give it a seven for rating wise, but our pacing's weird now. Yeah, the pacing is a little weird. I'd agree with the seven on that one. Uh, Unordinary227, how'd you feel about this one? Seven. Right, I enjoyed the interaction between Adrian and John, but seven. Yeah, I, I give it a seven as well. We cure- you know, I'm sad the entire time that you guys have been reviewing Unordinary, you've never once said, this chapter's been unordinarily good. Because they're all solid and we're not puns for days like you apparently this week. <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I hate you, Josh, for that joke. Uh, anyway, uh, week hero 132. So, <laughs> Donald went on a ass-beating spree. He did. And I want to note how he is still wearing his jacket during this ass-beating spree. I thought the same fucking thing! <laughs> 
Like, dude, this is this is one thousand percent the artist. Like, yo, I'm not drawing all these this fucking tattoos, man. Because even when I saw, I noticed the jacket. And I went, can I even see his neck tattoos? And you can, they're not defined, but you can yeah. barely see that something's supposed to be there. Yeah, I thought that was hysterical. Even if when uh, he's turning around, if you look at his hand, where his hand, it's sort of also like a vague thing as well. It's not fully there. Yeah, you could tell they're, they're just like, yeah, we kind of went a little overboard with this character's original design. He just has way too many, man. We can't fucking do this all the time. <laughs> what would you rate it, though? I would give it an 8. I'd give it an 8 as well. It's a good Donald just beat the shit out of people kind of kind of chapter. Uh, LC 106. I would give it a 8. Because we got introduced to a new antagonist, and during this whole plot line, there's a whole thing with the... You haven't read any of it, really, have you? I've read, like, five chapters. Okay, you still wouldn't know. No, I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) More or less, it was a whole thing of a character that was supposed to be captured is now not captured, and this guy that's freeing him has some real interesting abilities. And is causing some shit. Gotcha. All right, Josh, what's your favorite chapter of the week? Mine and Zach's is uh, pretty straightforward. We gave a, a 10 to Dr. Stone in each, so ours, yep. is, ours is pretty straightforward. What's yours? Damn. Uh, I'm going to give it to One Piece. Okay. First time I'm giving One Piece a high rating in a week, or not a week, a while. Yeah, it, it actually has been a while since uh, One Piece has been your top. Yeah, it, it's, it has been a hot minute. I think not since like a 1,000 and a 1,001. Yeah, probably. 1,000 yeah. was fucking good. So, yeah, that, that's, yeah that's probably about accurate. Um, All right, so our weekly poll results for this past week is uh, with two newbies coming, looking back at 2022, I mean 2020, sorry, Shonen Jump gave us some excellent new series. Which was your favorite? If other, let us know. Tied for first, Undead Unluck and Yozakura Family, both with 34%. Uh, Coming in third place, we had Mashal with 17%, and Sakamoto Days in last with 14% of the votes. Our new weekly poll is up, which is involving Attack on Titan, which I think the poll was, I don't have it in front of me, I think the poll was uh, with Attack on Titan, you know, coming to a close after nearly 12 years, you know, how how, how did you enjoy the series? Uh, Absolutely fantastic, good or meh, uh, not good or haven't read or watched. Uh, So that poll is currently up for the next week, so you can go vote on there. Um, which I'll end up giving the results in 30. Maybe even the bonus cast. I don't know. One or two. We'll see. I can tell you right now it's very split. And also, I apologize for my poll on best chapters. I uh, didn't time it right to end. But uh, the winner of the uh, the best chapter on our poll is Ghost Doctor Stone. Uh, that, doesn't at surprise. First place that does not surprise 35%, me at all. 35%. Yeah, uh, Black Clover in second place, 32%. One Piece in third place, 19% of the votes. And then We Need More Phantoms here. Last place. Rip Phantom Seer, man. It was a good run. Yeah. It was a good run. It was a good run. Not surprising that Dr. Stone came out on top, though. Dr. Stone has been absolutely just insane. Um, so, I think that's it for the show. Uh, Josh, Zach, you guys have anything you want to say? As I would like to say, please like, comment, subscribe, rate, anything your platform allows. It does help, especially when us going to video. Thank you very much. Um, follow us on Twitter at Animan Podcast. Uh, see me butcher polls that we have a <laughs> template for. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, the butchered polls. Shout out to the fact that when Josh put up his chapter poll, he's just like, oh, I forgot to put hashtag, you know, fantasy. I'm like, there's literally a pre-made poll that I have as a template that you can use. So so like, did like, you forget about it? <laughs> yeah, basically just <laughs> that. 
But uh, anyway, hey, guys, thank you so much for listening up to this point. Shout out to the fact that we're starting video here in a couple weeks. Really excited for that. Um, excited for the yeah, the continuation of this journey. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Have a good one. Bye. Hope you guys are excited to see our faces. Later.